to be fair, I used to go to the bar wearing lingerie. See, like, I'm like... As a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) I'd wear, like, a bodysuit of lingerie with jeans. I tried it on once, and I put it on, and I was like, take... You know, (laughs) the Grinch when he's getting dressed? (laughs) That was me. And then I put it on, I looked in the mirror, I was like, I'm not going. (laughs) Okay, let's just do this. My name is Raylene. My name is Hallie. We're wifeology. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, this is better. These are cute chairs, but they're not very big. You need a couch. Yeah, we do need a couch. That was a face I just made only my husband could love. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Wifeology. <laughs> Welcome back to Wifeology. Have you ever seen the movie Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion? No. Or are you too young for that? Maybe. She's like... (laughs) I can't remember what it was, but they're at like a car dealership and she's like, let's say, Victor to sales. Victor to sales. Victor to sales. Victor to sales. That's how I feel right now. Saying welcome back. Whenever we say welcome, I think of um, she's the man. Where he says, yeah, he like sings welcome over and over. The teacher, uh, like the principal. Welcome, 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 (laughs) welcome. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Should I say welcome back once more just to really yeah. hit the nail on the yeah. head? Yeah. All right. Welcome back to Wifeology. I'm Raylene. I'm Hallie. This yeah. is our podcast all about normalizing relationships. If you're married, Marriages. if you're not. Mental health. If you're stable, if you're not. <laughs> girl talk. We if tend you're a girl to, or not. We tend to lean on the not stable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Um, but yeah, but before we get into our episode today, where we're talking about things mm-hmm. you would tell your younger self, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at wifeology.podcast and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to start because we are recording on a Wednesday, which is not typical. No. We normally reco- record on Saturdays, but uh, oh, we slacked. <laughs> I don't know. We we were slacking. How did we end up here? We were not slacking. We were at the beach. Yeah, but don't. What happened the week before? Did we not record? At a wedding. Oh, yes. Okay, so we're a couple weeks behind. I'm about as tired as I look. (laughs) We're about two weeks behind. We haven't been here in two weeks. We haven't had our weekly meeting in two weeks. We haven't had our recordings in two weeks Mm -hmm. because I'm entering a busy season Mm -hmm. and I'm tired. I'm not. But I'm here. (laughs) But I am going back to work. Yeah. So. So we'll both look like this in about three weeks. <laughs> my microphone is hopefully covering the Mount Everest on my face. And I always look this dead. <laughs> I don't have any makeup on. Nothing. Nothing's going well today. Anyway, uh, she came here right after work. Yeah. So I look like hell because that's where I just came from. So. <laughs> and we got dinner. Um, okay. We ate 17 pieces of pizza. Have you ever. <laughs> did you know that tito's pizzas when you walk in and get a slice it's a slice deal it's a slice of pizza and a pop for five dollars now okay but we got two slices does that not- that's the deal that's crazy and i told her two mm-hmm. maybe that was my problem i said i meant like two slice deals yes 
but I think you always get two pieces. Anyway, they were fucking huge. (laughs) Like I don't even order pizza, a full pizza for me and my husband, the size that those were. That's a lie. I do. But like those, I was not expecting that. Nonetheless, we ate them all. (laughs) You finished both. Yeah, we both finished both. And and a booster juice. And booster juice. So that was another thing. I got us booster juice. So she got the pizza. I got booster juice. But it was quite the journey for me to get booster juice. Yeah. I drove all the way. I didn't know it was going to be a mission. I didn't know either. I drove all the way very far to meet somebody really quick. All the way back to where I thought there was a booster juice to find that there was no booster juice in said plaza. Drove all the way to where I knew there was a booster juice, which is closer to my house. Which is all not around here. And then drove all the way back and we somehow made it at the same time. Oh yeah. 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 Because I was like, I can feel my period coming in hot. And I was sitting at work and I was like, I need pizza and a smoothie. And that's the only way. I was like, I can do that. Yeah. But fun fact. Right when I asked Raylene what she wanted from Booster Juice, she was like, right away, mango hurricane. No hesitation. And I was like, okay, like, are you just some sort of Booster Juice connoisseur? <laughs> yeah, she kind of like brushed it off. She's like, okay, wow, you knew really quickly. And then she was like, it's going to take me a while to decide. I'm like, you know, Raspberry Rapture is pretty good too. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> because when I was 15, that was my first job. Hmm. Did you like it? Obviously. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not everyone likes their first job. Yeah, it wasn't bad, actually. It was my dad's friend who got me the job there. He owned it. So he got me a job. And I mean, like, I wasn't the happiest to be working when I was 15 years old. I was like, shouldn't my parents still be paying my bills? <laughs> Mind you, they were. Like, I made smoothies. I didn't do it for a living. But um, I those ones just stuck. Mango Hurricane and Raspberry Rapture are so good. Like, Mango Hurricane is the best, like, sweet one. <laughs> and Raspberry Rapture is the perfect bit of, like, sour it like kind of kicks you in the teeth, but it's so good. I got pomegranate something. I don't know what a big fan of pomegranate. I do like it. But it was under the superfoods. <laughs> Duh. That's why she got it. <laughs> Usually I get spinaches in it. <laughs> in your smoothie from Booster Juice? Yeah, it's called spinaches in it. Like that's the name of the smoothie and I get that. What is in that? Spinach? Other than spinach. I think pineapple. I don't know. There's fruit Like in I get it if you're at home making that. But you went out of your way to buy it. Yeah. To buy that. I also get tropical. <laughs> uh-huh. There's two types of people yeah. in this world. <laughs> and uh yeah. Also I had a booster juice last night or the night before. Because my sister in law works at Booster Juice and it was her I'm last sorry. shift. So she brought us one. I also had Mango Hurricane then too. Oh not at all what we're talking about today. <laughs> Well, anyway, actually, it kind of goes into it. What would you tell your younger self when mm-hmm. I was like 15 working at Booster Juice? I thought like, I am too cool to be making smoothies. <laughs> I am too cool to be putting matcha with wheatgrass <laughs> that looks like it's for cats into a smoothie. But you know what? It's on the superfoods menu. Hmm. You'd probably like it. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> My first job was at a flower shop. And I worked there for five years. Wow. Um, That's but a long I, time. I got the job because I was in co-op in high school and I wanted to be a wedding planner. <laughs> okay. Um, my whole Or an event planner in general. And they couldn't get me into like big events or any big like places like that. So basically they just put me in a flower shop thinking that I would see the flower part of events. Um, I didn't <laughs> ever. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, never really did I see that, but I didn't. I didn't hate it. And by the end, like my boss would literally like let me run the store by myself. I was literally 17 years old working completely alone. 
like no in one a flower shop yeah no one was with me i'm pretty sure that's illegal actually it is <laughs> there needs to be two people <laughs> um yeah, it's I called would, safety <laughs> i would work fully alone for hours wow mm-hmm. yeah there's always two of us at booster juice <laughs> but i didn't uh, i don't know that job i knew it wasn't end game i knew i needed to and i always had two jobs when i went yeah. to university and college i would keep the flower shop job because it was so flexible and they closed at like six mm-hmm. and then i would work somewhere else i also got a job at party city Oh my god. Is that why you also know your way around a party city? Oh yeah. I do know my way around a party city. (laughs) So my sister, remind me what I was just going to tell you about party city. Okay. I'm going to go into something else for one one quick second. (laughs) My sister says that if there's anybody in this world who has retained useless knowledge, it's me. (laughs) This falls into that. Okay. I have retained the most useless knowledge. Every job that I've worked at, like I used to work at North by Northwest, I can still to this day tell you like the technology that is in your rain jackets and which ones you should buy and your winter jackets and what they're filled with. Don't ask me why. Okay. I couldn't get through university, but I can tell you what's in a high loft winter jacket. So back to what I was saying about okay. Party City. So I was working at Booster Juice and I got a job at Party City, but it was just seasonal. They were giving me more hours and I was like, oh yeah, I'm so cool. I'm going to work in retail instead of Booster Juice. So I quit my job at Booster Juice and then they said I was only seasonal, even though they just told me that they were going to hire me on as full-time so then I lost both my jobs and I didn't work at either of them anymore and then I went I don't know where I went after that actually oh my god so what I would tell my younger self you're not too cool to work at Booster Juice (laughs) keep your fucking job keep your fucking job (laughs) no no one at 16 is gonna have a good job I know but same thing like I was working two jobs I was working Booster Juice and Party City at the same time for a little bit yeah but in high school you just think like you're too good Oh, yeah. Everything. My nephew right now, he just turned 16 and I asked him if he was going to get a job because he wants a motorcycle. And he was like, I should actually read it to you. (laughs) I was like, kids these days. I've had a job since I was, I think I was 15 or 16, but my sisters, both of them didn't get jobs till they were easily 18. Really? Yes. I thought it was the most bizarre shit of my life. Yeah. I um, have had a job since I was 15. And I've been paying my phone bill since then too. Yep. Since I had a job booster juice, I've been paying my phone bill. Okay, so I said, are you going to try and get a job now to save up for your motorcycle? He said, yes, but the only places that would hire right now is food industries, and I'm not about standing up all day waiting for people. (laughs) I said, LOL, what kind of job do you think you're going to get? He goes, not sure, but not one where I got to stand for 12 hours. Hmm. Guess what? Yeah. Every job at that age. But when you're 15, you're not working for 12 hours. No, but like you're just when what, I worked four hours. When I worked at Old Navy, I would stand for a long time at cash, not sitting down, and like that fucking kills your feet too. Yeah. Like and I wasn't just four hours around Christmas. You yeah. Know? I was working no. like a good eight hours or more on my feet the whole time. And yeah. old navy with people who are fucking awful and throwing clothes left, right, and center, like we're in a flea market. I remember when I worked at Justice, I would literally sit behind the counter and just crouch down because like my arthritis was always so bad and like standing for so so long like it killed your body yeah it killed your body to stand for that long what are the jobs oh i had i worked at lush i always talk so highly about working at lush that was the best job ever yeah like to this day i would go back and work there a hundred percent well i mean <laughs> i should what's stopping you? i should i loved it like no one walks into lush mad no one no you're right i guess everybody's coming in and they're like oh i'm looking for what is it mask of magnamenti yeah. or something or like a bath bomb like oh look at this glittery yeah. bath bomb or look like, at this oh. overpriced bath yeah. bomb that's probably or like all oh, this soap smells so good like no one's yeah, mad walking right. into lush you're right you're right even over christmas people were so delightful 
delightful <laughs> and i could tell you a lot of things about lush like i have up here so much useless, like a useless yeah what other job oh i worked at a retirement home as the receptionist and people may think that the job is boring i'm here to tell you go work in a retirement home okay it is hilarious why it That's is a soap opera going to work right now it's a soap opera you get free television and I don't mean on an actual TV. You get to watch a free reality TV show. With like the old people? Oh, yes. There's oh, affairs damn. going on. Oh. I have the best stories. One day we should do like a stories like that. But like I have the best stories. Oh, my gosh. I would come home Joe from and my Margaret shift. getting down to business. Oh, literally in Margaret. In the retirement home. <laughs> literally um, Margaret. <laughs> the best stories. And now my cousin works at the same retirement home that I worked in. I was a reception, but she worked. She works in the food, mm-hmm. um, in, like the downstairs food area. Funniest job ever. I mean, I was older. I wasn't. I don't think I was a teenager anymore. Yeah, but that was a funny job. Hmm. And I would come home every day with like a new story. Interesting. Every day. And you wouldn't think to like go no, work. You in a wouldn't retirement think like home. a retirement home would be like lit, but it's good. And they usually treat their employees pretty yeah. well. Like, yeah, it's a pretty good place to work. But telling my younger self would I. Ugh, I shouldn't have been so picky with my jobs because mm-hmm. I thought, like like you said, I'm too good for jobs. Yeah, you do. I never liked, worked in the food industry. Oh. Never. Not fast food, though. And only once. Like, I never when worked, I worked in at any. the keg. Yeah. Yeah, never. And I feel like I should have maybe given it a try, like being a bartender or something. Yeah. I mean, whatever. And retail stuff. Like, I retail, don't know. If I had to rank my jobs, booster juice would have been number one because you get a free smoothie when you leave. <laughs> Every time? Yeah. Oh my god! Because you got to try all the flavors. I didn't. I just got mango hurricane <laughs> every time, <laughs> and clearly raspberry rapture. and raspberry rapture. Yeah, I, I think it's true. I think when you're younger, you're like one, you feel invincible, and mm-hmm. you're like, I'm too good for this job, or I don't need this job, or and you, you get know, mad at your shifts because yeah. you want to spend time with yeah. your friends, or it's like you want money, but you also don't want to work on the weekends. Oh my god! And, and now that we're older, like I can totally see why a manager would freak the fuck out if their people aren't showing up, yeah. like. If I were to just play like hooky at work and just be like calling in sick and going yeah. to the beach, I now get it. Yeah. <laughs> we get it. We're sorry to all the managers that we called in on the weekend. <laughs> but yeah, it's true. I think when you're younger, you kind of take it for granted. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes I had such a fucking attitude. Depends. At Old Navy, I had a fucking bad attitude. Like I never, I don't think I had a bad attitude when I was working. Um, but I remember when I left retail, one of my old managers sent me a message and was like, hey, like, would you come work here? And I was like, I will never <laughs> go back to retail. Don't call me again. And Lose my number. Me, yeah. Delete it. <laughs> Not about it. I never went back. <laughs> I was serious. <sighs> but. Yeah, I think that kind of goes into like, what would I tell my younger self would be not to take things so seriously. Mm-hmm. And that's just one of those things. Like that falls under the like huge amount of things under that category of what we took too seriously yeah. like taking your job too seriously you're not making a good this isn't salary. your career no <laughs> you are you have to start somewhere yeah. and you're not going to start in a law firm and you're not going to start in an office most likely you have to like have those shitty part-time jobs i think too like those shitty part-time jobs kind of teaches you some things it yeah. kind of teaches you communication skills yeah, responsibility accountability and some people Even, don't learn those. Like, there are some adults right now mm-hmm. whose parents kind of hold their hand through yeah. life and they don't understand. Even learning about money. Yeah. 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 Having your own money. I mean, I can't say I really learned about money <laughs> from my job. But you had your own income. But I had my own income. Yeah. For sure. 
Exactly. So if yeah. you go from being a kid that has none of their own money to being someone that can make money. Yeah. And I think it's important to learn that, like, money doesn't come easy. No. It's true. And you have to work for that. Like, at the end and of your shift. for a living. Yeah. You just realize, um, I just worked four hours and only made, like, uh, 40 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if I ever told you this. I think I have. But, um... At some point, my mindset changed about money, and I would start saying to myself, like, when I would want to go buy something, I would say, how long do I have to work to pay for this? True. Is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Do I have to work two hours? Mm-hmm. Not so bad. Do yeah. I have to work eight hours? Probably a little yeah. bit more consideration needs to go into it. Think about when you were, like, 19, and you go to a bar or go to a restaurant, and you blow, like, X oh, amount yeah. of dollars. Hundreds. Think about how many hours. Like I had to work probably two days just to pay yeah. for that one night out. But you don't think about it. No. No. <laughs> so I tried to start doing that now. I never mm-hmm. really did that mm-hmm. back then. And yeah, that's something I try to do now to be like, how long do I have to work to earn this? Oh, that's a hard one to Sometimes swallow. it's a fucking sucker punch. You're like, I really want this, but I'm not going to work three weeks for it. <laughs> like, you're like, oh my so God. my whole monthly salary. <laughs> I need to work the next two months yeah. just to get what like, I want. Like, think about it. Like, I just bought a new camera and I was mm-hmm. like, that is almost my whole month's salary. And that's not even, like, that's your whole month's salary, but that doesn't include, like, the stuff that you have to pay for each month. Right. You know, like, that is right. just your month's salary. That's my salary. Month's salary. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So, don't be a little bitch when it comes to money and do <laughs> work. Um, I wrote down a few. Okay. okay. The first one I wrote down, because this was the first one that popped into my head, I wrote down, don't send nude photos because they always end up in the wrong hands. <laughs> Do you have an experience that you'd like to share with the group? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, I did. I was like, you know what? <laughs> this older boy was interested in me. Interested. Okay, don't be naive when you're young. Um, the fact and, that they have access to, like, dating apps, though, is scary. Yeah. Now, but yeah. I, I wasn't doing it. Like, I wasn't That's doing that. Yeah. Now. Um, but yeah, he was just like, oh, it's okay. Like, just send me a photo, whatever. And I was like, you know me Mm -hmm. (laughs) now. And it was the same way then too. Like, I'm very like, no, no, no. Like I'm literally wearing a sweater up to my like ears. Um, (laughs) so he was like, come on, like, just send me one, just send me one, whatever. And you feel pressured. Yes. Point number two, don't give in to peer pressure. Um, you feel pressured, mm-hmm. right? Like you feel pressured into being like, oh, they want that and they like me and they're yeah. not going to like me if I don't do exactly. this, if I don't send this. So I sent a photo of my bra and underwear and I thought it was just going to go to him. And did you end up in a group chat? I ended up in the whole school <gasps> and I'm pretty sure also this was like a grade eight. Oh my God. Yeah. So I wasn't even in high school. I wasn't even like, how old was I? 12, 13. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. But the problem is I had boobs. We've talked about this. Like I had boobs and I had a butt and like, I probably looked like I was 16 when I was 13. Yeah. So here I am, this little 12 year old, like basically prepubescent, but with boobs. And I sent this photo (laughs) and then, um, someone sent it back to me (gasps) and said to me, don't send nudes to my boyfriend. (laughs) Which I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know what he had a girlfriend. So moral okay. of this, maybe that's why I am how I am now. Okay, but rewind. <laughs> I hate when girlfriends get mm. mad at the other girl uh-huh. when their boyfriend was going out of like their way. Like your boyfriend's a scumbag. Yeah, I'm not. You didn't know. I didn't know. 
I hate shell. when girlfriends okay. do that. I hate. Don't <laughs> yeah. go for the other woman. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm, that is my experience with nude photos. So don't. Okay. I wasn't even nude. Like I wasn't fully naked, mm-hmm. but I was naked enough. Yeah. I, then more than I should have been when I was thirteen. Yeah. And I don't know if it got to my dad somehow, but I remember my dad had to have a conversation with Aww. me about like not doing that, and I was like, Aww. I'm off to a good start. I'm not even in high school. <laughs> Um, well, you said the second one there was not giving into pressure. Mm-hmm. And I think I did pretty good at that as a young person. Like, yeah. yes and no. But like we've said before, my little badge of honor is that I've never done drugs. Yeah. I never smoked weed, anything like that. I drank mm-hmm. in high school for sure. But even if I like went to a party and people were offering me things, I was like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off. I was good that way. I had good boundaries that yeah. way. Yeah. I was good that way. But like, <laughs> but um, when it came to like... Apparently, I just liked older men until I got into my adulthood. Anyway, <laughs> when I was in grade nine, I was started dating somebody who was in grade 11. Mm. And I gave into peer pressure a lot because in that older. relationship. Probably because he was older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, you're like, mm, the older boy's interested in me. And like, mm-hmm. you know, um, so he like peer pressured me into like lying to my parents about where I was. Mm. Um, I just did that naturally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of like pressured me into having sex with him oh. like just a lot of like yeah. pressure and they say it to you in such a way that you're like oh yeah like yeah. you're right you know because yeah, you're young and you don't right you've never done anything like that before and you think like oh i i'm old enough yeah i'm know? i'm mature enough i didn't get to have those experiences because as you know i was with somebody like the entire duration mm-hmm. of high school and even though i was into other people yeah during that relationship um they were all surprisingly in my grade <laughs> um yeah like i never got the experience of like dating elsewhere yeah so i feel like i was pretty grounded as a teenager which is good i feel like i was a pretty easy teenager. i mean like you don't want to have a track record of giving into peer pressure yeah so i think I, that's good and i feel like i didn't <laughs> yeah like i was pretty good at being like yeah no, no, fuck you guys yeah. i'm good thanks <laughs> and i was like the mom of the group which is another point. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've, we already talked about this. Is I took life so seriously. Yes. And, I, and my dad always tells me that he tells people that I am the daughter that just takes life too seriously. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to switch it off. I don't think you can. Mm. I think you can't. Yeah, I'll but always be this way a little bit. I think you'll always be that way. But I think that when you're younger, at least this is true to me, maybe it's true to you. I think when you're younger, you take life so serious because you're so far in the future. Yeah. And I think you're constantly thinking mm-hmm. about the future things. Whereas I think if you were took things seriously, mm-hmm. but at what it is at that age, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think... Hopefully that makes sense it coming does. out loud. I think... I didn't know back then that I very clearly had mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. Like I was very clearly an anxious person. I was very, very depressed and not because, and I, I need to talk to my therapist about this because I don't know where those things are rooted mm-hmm. from. I had a good life. Yeah. I have a good family. I just, I had no trauma. I feel like I have no reason to be that way. But maybe it's just how my brain chemicals yeah. are. Yep. Um, but and I, sometimes there's not a reason. Yeah. Sometimes there's not a like defined moment in your life that was like, this is when I became an anxious yeah. and depressed person. Yeah. It's not always like that. And I was always like that since I was like, as long as I can remember, mm-hmm. like 13 years old. And I was just thinking like, I just feel so sad all the time. Yeah. 
and it's nothing about my parents nothing about my family i don't know what happened but i think that's also a reason why i took life so seriously because i like you said i was always looking into the future like Mm -hmm. oh this is what i want i'll be happy if i have this i'll be happy if i have this Mm -hmm. and i was too focused on being like i want this step in my future i want this i want this i want this and until i get there i'm not happy and like you overlook where you currently are yeah 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 like like i told you me and meg have been watching all of our old um like home videos from Mm -hmm. high school we used to carry on a camcorder which i'm so thankful for now (laughs) it's cringy back on it yeah it's very cringy (laughs) cringy but like looking at it is really cool to see like literally 14 15 16 17 18 year old me grow Mm -hmm. and you can tell in these videos it's sad to watch because i can see myself and i'm this like tiny Mm -hmm. little girl like i'm i am this big like i have like no belly yeah. and i'm so tiny and i look so cute like i look so good yeah minus the no eyebrow thing um <laughs> i have no that's eyebrows yeah. um that's a really soft spot for me um but i can tell in those videos how uncomfortable i look and how serious i look right and a lot of those clips you see like i'm the one sitting there with like a serious face like just looking at my phone or like a serious bitch face on yeah. or you can tell that I'm playing with my shirt and I'm not myself you're uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just sad to watch. Yeah. Like, stop worrying about what's in your head. It's all yeah. in your head. It's all in your head. <laughs> it's literally in your head. Yeah. It's so sad to watch. It is sad to watch. But I would say 99% of people, that happens to. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I think, I feel like maybe they're ready because I, we talked about before, I very clearly had some sort of eating disorder as right. well. But, like, also maybe I feel like a lot of teenage girls have, like, body dysmorphia. Yes. Like, we straight up don't believe we look a certain way. Right. I, so that's something I was, like, thinking of, like, something I tell your younger self is, like, body, like, love your fucking body. Mm-hmm. You won't have it ever you again. You will not ever be <laughs> this small. Like we say, like, our bone structure yes. could no longer be the weight that we were. Like, my 18-year-old bone structure, even if I was chubby, could fit fully in this chair. <laughs> You know, my 28 year old bone structure can't, it can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. We should invest in a couch. Yeah. Well, I love these chairs, but we'll keep them as like guest chairs or something. They're just, I must, I'm a cross-legged sitting person. So am I. And I'm finding it a little bit challenging (laughs) to sit. Looking on Marketplace. Okay. What if we can find like a cheap couch? We'll find something. A velvet one though. Now it has to be peach. Yeah, it has to be like a pink velvet. <sighs> anyway. We need it on the hunt. Okay, yes. So, <laughs> yes. Um, love your body. Love your body. Yeah. It's okay because you are going to grow and your body's going to grow with you. Mm-hmm. And you have so much time to focus on like yeah. working out. Like, trust me, your metabolism, metabolism right now will help oh, you. Oh, yeah. Mine is shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yours. <laughs> have you met me? I mine is non-existent anymore mm. i don't bounce back like i used to like as we know i can't like drink used like i to. used to she can't i can't i didn't know you in high school I but i think you could hold it down oh yeah and now no nope. we're lucky this is iced tea and lemonade because <laughs> it's a wednesday at 8 p.m <laughs> if we had margaritas down for the count yeah um down i wouldn't be count. moving until friday yeah <laughs> She's like a three-day recovery period. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Is it a metabolism thing? Is it a tolerance thing? To be it's fair, it's that your body changes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't drink as much as I used to either. Like in high school, I would drink every single weekend. Mm-hmm. Now you're lucky if I drink like twice a month, heavily. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't really drink that much either. Actually. I don't drink ever. <laughs> nice gin smash every now and then is good. Okay, another thing that I wanted to say is you do not need to be with somebody. Mm-hmm. It's okay <laughs> to want yes. to be with somebody, yeah. but you don't need to be with somebody. Yeah. Say it again. You don't need, you don't need to, be to be with somebody. That's also in your 20s. I'm going to extend Absolutely. it to past Absolutely. your 20s. Well, and it's your younger self. Yes. And so now I go to 24. It, yeah. <laughs> I, I would say even like if you're still struggling to find a person that makes you feel comfortable in your own skin and you don't have doubts, you know, like those things, mm-hmm. probably run. <laughs> like I just feel like if those things won't happen with the right person. Right. And I don't, it's so hard because like my parents are high school sweethearts. They met when they were really young. Most of my family are, but I just don't think it works like that anymore. Right. But even if it does, that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. It's okay to Mm -hmm. want somebody, but you don't need to. And I think that we're often taught or it's often portrayed that you grow up as women, Mm -hmm. you grow up, you meet a husband, Mm -hmm. you have a family, that's it. That's your life. Yeah. Nobody teaches you that when you grow up, you're still your own damn person and you still have your own things to do and you still, you know, you still are you. You're not just fucking Mm -hmm. conjoined at the hips with this person all of a sudden. And that is something that I never took into consideration when I was younger. I just thought, like I've told you before, I wanted to be a wife. I wanted to be a mom. To me, that was the end of the growth road for me. Mm -hmm. Like in my head, I was only put on this earth to be a wife and a mom i never had a really a dream career i used to always say oh if i work in an office a nine to five and i get to come home to my family every day i'll be happy guess what Mm -hmm. (laughs) i hate my nine to five and that's not making me happy and i've never been more career driven than i am right now right and i don't know if i've told this story so i'll slip it in here after i got married i was so sad oh yes And I'll skip it all. But the reason being is because my entire life, all I had thought about was becoming a wife. Mm -hmm. Leading up to this moment. Leading up to this moment and planning for this moment. Mm -hmm. And then I hit that moment. And after I was like, what does my life consist of now? I was like, I have nothing to look forward to. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what to do with myself. I don't know what comes after this. Mm -hmm. Because I spent the time from the time I was 13 to 28 planning to be married have a husband and have a wedding so i'm like and stuff like that what do i do now for some reason it was i don't know i don't remember it ever being drilled into my head that a career is important for some reason yeah i i was told school is important. i was just gonna say i was <laughs> yeah. always taught school is so important yes. but what you what do you do after that you get married and have kids and right. you're a wife Right. It's like this lead up to this milestone, but nobody mm-hmm. talks about what comes from that. Yeah. And yeah, I never really, uh, I don't know. I always wanted to be creative. I always said that I wanted to have a blog and I wanted to do all these things. And it wasn't until about 24, 25, I got mm-hmm. to do this. And I, now I have an outlet where I'm st- starting to do, we do this more and I'm trying to branch off and do my own things. Right. And you do your own things. Right. And, uh, but that was never on my radar. Never. I just thought, I'll work in an office of some sort. Yep. I'll go to work. I'll come home. I'll cook dinner for my husband and I'll go to bed because that's what I saw my family do. Absolutely. I saw my parents do. And, and it wasn't until my most recent breakup and you no, know, that's a lie. Um, with boyfriend number one, after I broke up with him, I had a real, like 
enlightened moment of like i need to be independent i want to be on my own because like i said before i was always um the other half to a person right i didn't know who hallie was because i was never told or like drilled into my head that i need to to know who i was right i just thought because my parents grew up together i just thought in a relationship you could grow on your own Mm -hmm. it's not true all the time (laughs) you don't always get to grow on your own no and i lost who i was completely (laughs) And even in my last relationship, I completely lost who I was again yep. for the second time because I was focusing on somebody else and trying to be a wife. Right. <laughs> it's fucked and up. That, that's just true. Yeah. So I would tell my younger self to learn more about you. Right. Not about the boy that you like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or taking care of your friend's needs before your own. And don't worry about what your life's going to look like in 20 years. It won't matter. No. Like, whatever you're doing now, whatever you're doing as a teenager, likely won't matter even in five years. So enjoy it. Enjoy it. Go to that party. It will matter in five years if you, like, do something reckless and get pregnant and stuff like that or you end up in jail. But, (laughs) so we're not encouraging that. I mean, uh, I know, but just, like, enjoy your just enjoy it. Your youth. Just be present. That's what I wrote down. Be present. Be present, be present in the moment of your young. But pause. Think about. <laughs> think. It, put yourself into your sixteen-year-old head again. Yeah. And think about all the older people that would tell you, "Oh, just enjoy your life." Okay. Funny you should say that because I wrote down, <laughs> "Listen to your parents." But we all are. You no, know, as a sixteen-year-old person, you're like, "Fuck that." I know. Or, or me and Meg were just talking about recently because we no longer have all the same friends we used to in high school. We're watching all these videos and we're like, oh my God, we had so many people. What happened? Mm-hmm. Like we had so many, so many friends and now it's just me and Meg. <laughs> See, something my dad always told me when we were growing up is that the friends you have now are likely not the friends you're going to have in your 20s. And you don't believe that and when I was you're like, 16. certainly we're going to be friends in our, in my 20s. Yeah. We're not. I have we're one not. friend. I've like I have one friend from high school. Yeah, same one. Well, I have two. I have Katie and Meg. Yeah. Even if we were to go back mm-hmm. after knowing what I know, mm-hmm. and you were to say you won't have your friends from high school, I'd be like, you're lying. So, oh my god, we were. I had the closest group of friends. I had other other groups of friends in high school say that they were jealous of our dynamic, mm-hmm. and I feel very grateful for my high school experience because it was normal. Right. <laughs> I wasn't around a lot of violence, drugs any of that we just yeah. had fun and we were lucky enough to have a couple parents in the group that were okay with us having sleepovers with both sexes mm. that sounds funny yeah i never but exactly not a lot of people had that and i think it gave us all the opportunity to be comfortable yeah with each other and to know that like we're really not all that different mm-hmm. like i don't need to be afraid of men and like sleeping near them and like not that i was like having sex yeah. with all of them, but like yeah you know yeah and i think it gave me the opportunity to be comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. And could you imagine if I hadn't had that and then I would have like gone into relationships and been like, oh my God, I don't want to live with you. I don't so want to. So it's funny because I never really, like, I never really felt comfortable in my own skin mm-hmm. when it came to like sexually. Mm-hmm. And I never felt comfortable in my own body. And I always thought like, no, mm-hmm. there's no way mm-hmm. because I was never really taught to appreciate yeah. Like my body yeah. or, you know, appreciate that this is 
all grayness Mm -hmm. okay but when i started working at licenza i worked with a group of women and i was like my whole mindset shifted Mm -hmm. and i don't i i was thinking like i wish i felt like this sooner Mm -hmm. like had i not had that and that's why i always say like everything happens for a reason because had i not worked at licenza i would not to this day Mm -hmm. be comfortable in my body mm-hmm. like i didn't own a piece of lingerie till i was in my 20s because wow. i mean be, like late <laughs> yeah. 20 well i'm still in my 20s but like early mm-hmm. 20s because i was like no you don't do that mm-hmm. no yeah. you don't do that because that's i was super- never taught that's okay. that that's okay yeah it took i think as women it takes us a lot of t- and i'm not saying be 16 and be right totally okay with your sexuality right. and like flaunting it everywhere but it's okay to be okay with your yeah. body and your sexuality. And it's okay to be curious about that. Yeah. And it's okay. Be safe. To figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Do it safely. But, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying trot around town, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just be safe. But you're right. And even into my 20s, even the whole with sexuality, I have a hard, I still have a hard time mm-hmm. being comfortable with my sexuality and knowing like being comfortable with my body yeah. and all those things. I mean, to be fair, I used to go to the bar wearing lingerie see like i'm as a shirt (laughs) (laughs) i'd wear like a bodysuit of lingerie with jeans i tried it on once and i put it on and i was like take you know (laughs) the grinch when he's getting dressed (laughs) that was me and then i put it on i looked in the mirror i was like i'm not going (laughs) (laughs) to a t that was me okay because it makes you feel so like but i at the time i had not learned Mm -hmm. that that was okay so i was like I can't go out like this. Where am I? Cover yourself. <laughs> like, I guess the best way you know how to describe it is that, like, showing any of my body meant I didn't respect myself. Which is not true. Which is not true. Mm-hmm. But that, I don't know if somebody made me feel that way or yeah. if that's just how I grew up thinking. Yeah. And I think that's truly to this day why I am so awesome. modest maybe about mm-hmm. showing skin because i'm like yeah. for some reason in my brain i think you know like showing so much skin means this when that mm-hmm. is not true yeah i think when you get comfortable with being able to wear things that are maybe a little bit out of your comfort zone you get a new level of confidence right and you get a you, like you you walk different yeah, absolutely yeah, you feel different so yeah i mean i'm not i'm not promoting 16 year olds to wear bodysuit lingerie under their i mean they jeans. do they d- it's a different they're all hotter than me and i'm right fucking- <laughs> right that's what I'm, i was just gonna say like they're all pa- well pat when i was they look older than me when i was 16 i had the ugliest glasses i had no eyebrows i had <laughs> probably did i have braces probably yeah, I, did. I did i had acne yep and i looked like a boy well i had tits I had boobs, but like I looked like a boy. Okay, so they all skipped their like ugly phase. Yeah, it's very irritating. I probably had like pigtail braids. Maybe not at sixteen. I probably had purple hair. Yeah, at sixteen, the girls right now they don't need advice from us. Yeah, who the fuck are we? Let's just walk like because cut. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So moving along because those girls already still dress. Like, I was learning how to do my makeup off of YouTube videos that were no good. Yeah, like the YouTube gurus who buy stuff from shoppers, and I felt like I needed all of the things that they had. And now they're all, like, these natural fucking beauties that don't wear anything. I feel like a hoe now when I have eyelashes the size of mine, because they all have this, like, natural, like, like wispy... (laughs) They all have, like, fresh baby faces, and I'm like, I couldn't walk outside like that. I'm like, I have too much sun damage. (laughs) I have a lot of acne scars. I have an age spot now. From when I was your age. <laughs> yeah. 
and we didn't have the skincare that we had. Now. I read a, a meme the other day and it was like, if you ever wonder why people are so like invested in their skincare now, it's because we're trying to undo the damage from apricot scrub or St. Ives apricot Oh my God, I literally still have some of that. You use that? <laughs> Not, but it's so old. It's like crusty. I oh think. my God. Okay. I was going to say, but it's so true. No one taught us about skincare. No, I use the body scrub, like the leg yeah. scrub version of it. Okay. So yeah, younger self, take care of your skin. I yes. younger, younger self, 16 year old me, get a fucking eye cream. Oh, get a fucking no. eye serum. I have been, I've been using anti-aging moisturizer since I was 16. My mom used to always make fun of me. I will be the fountain of youth. Okay. okay. I have crow's feet. <laughs> I could use some Botox in my forehead and oh. I have laugh lines, um, which is good. I'm laughing my way through life, but <laughs> <laughs> also I would say to my younger self, stop burning the shit out of your hair. Yeah. Because I would just straight, like I'd sit there like straighten, 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 <laughs> same piece, 75 <laughs> times, yeah. straighten, straighten, straighten. Smells like burning. Yeah, like you walk into the house, all you smell is like burnt hair. Do you remember, yeah, now when my hair is straight, I feel like something's wrong. Because same. even like, I'll like let it like this, even like there's nothing, there's nothing special <laughs> about this right now. But like, I woke up and I'm like, why am I even going to straighten that? <laughs> yeah why am i gonna do that just let it be it's dead i haven't done anything significant to my hair in years actually probably since i was in university i just like stopped putting heat on it completely oh my god i i let it i stopped blow drying it yeah, I never unless did. i'm like in a rush running at the door um but i curl it see i find if i straighten my hair i have to do it more often but if i curl it my curls can hold and last for about three or four days and since I only wash my hair every fourth or fifth day, it I wash my hair time. could go that far. I can't. Younger self, don't wash your hair every day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a let good that, one. Let that grease build. Like, today's wash day, can you tell? No, I it's can't Because I put dry shampoo in it this morning. <laughs> it's annoying. Because <laughs> my hair, you can tell right away. Okay, so what's today? Wednesday? Yes. Don't tell me you washed your hair on, like, Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I, wa- do I actually that. washed my hair when we got home from the beach. I did get a shower. The, okay, the problem I didn't shower for the next day actually. But the problem with me is that like I now that I work out every day, I can't not shower because like my whole like my like hair gets all sweaty and then I feel like I have to shower it or I just keep it up in a bun for probably two to three days and then I feel really gross. It's just not a good time. I don't have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, also, to my younger self, I would say to be more involved, not like. I just never went into any clubs. Mm. I was very hesitant. I was very attached. This is probably a codependent thing, but I was very attached to my group of friends and I was very uncomfortable when anyone who wasn't those people straight <laughs> strayed into that bubble. Like if my ex, my boyfriend number one, if he had people that weren't our friends come over to his house for like a party, yeah. I hated it. Yeah. I was suddenly this like wild witch of the West and I hated it. Yeah. Or when they wanted to go to parties, I was like, no, fuck that. Like, I don't want to go to this party. I want to just drink with our friends. Yeah. And I just wish I was more social. I wish I was more friendly, but I just like had this like stick up my ass for four years. Mm-hmm. And even into university, like I didn't really go to as many parties and, you know, I don't think I went to a single party. But part of me wishes I would have just done it. Yeah, because that's the time to do it. Exactly. The time to do those things is in university yes. and high school. Now so I have a total it. of three friends. Yeah. And what do we do? We have wine and cheese nights. Not even. Oh, wow. That scared me. Um, We have these like 
casual nights and then I'm hungover for three days. Yeah, we're like, we're classy <laughs> bitches now. So we have like charcuterie boards. That's what we do. Actually, we've never. But like, but like I, this we is don't my do charcuterie th- boards. We eat junk. Me and you? Yeah. Yeah, one time I tried to be better and I got a fruit tray, okay? And I spilled it. And I'm never going to forget that. But like, I have three friends also. Me and this one, we have charcuterie boards and drinks. Me and this one, we just lay in bed together and laugh about old things. And then there's me and you. Those are my three friends. So, me and Meg, no, Lord knows. We don't even want to know what the adventure we went on today was, okay? Yeah. We just do fucked up shit. And yeah, I have Kate who lives in ottawa so i yeah. never get to see her but when i do like we have a casual drink and like go to a patio yeah and with you yeah like. so i'm glad we have three friends each <laughs> yeah. seriously really killing it in our 20s yo but that's the thing and it's just uh i don't know just yeah don't take things so seriously don't think it's like just go to the party <laughs> go to the party have your fun yeah don't i used to just be so mad about going and i couldn't enjoy myself yeah you're right i couldn't either i could never enjoy myself but like why i think because like for me personally i was so concerned what everybody was maybe thinking True. about me at that time and i had a boyfriend and i wasn't allowed to even have like that kind of fun you know what yeah. i mean like i was never single yeah so i never got to go to a party and like make out with a random person yeah like i never got to do those things and my boyfriend fucking pissed me off like he would get drunk and then i would hate it. i hated him and then i was always the dd because i he would mm. get drunk and this is maybe where i i have issues with men that drink Mm -hmm. because my first boyfriend did it and it drove me fucking crazy the way that he would get he would get mean and angry and younger self leave him earlier but you don't need to stay through that no and i think that's where i get kind of those issues as well and unfortunately like they kept going yeah but i was always the dd because i felt like i needed to be the mom Mm -hmm. i needed somebody needed to take care of us somebody needed to drive us there someone needed to pick us up and no one else was gonna do it so mm-hmm. i was gonna do it why couldn't i just have fun yeah let your you couldn't let yourself i couldn't let myself no because you're taking things too seriously yeah um yeah. something else i would tell my younger self is let it go yeah good one when that relationship is time to expire let it go, let it go. don't call young. him don't text him don't drive by his house don't do it no let it go there you're is. so young yeah there will be someone else. There absolutely will be somebody else. Yeah. Even though it doesn't feel like that, <laughs> yes. there absolutely will be. Uh-huh. 100%. Um, and one that I wish I really, like, truly had done more of, and I see it now, is that I wish I invested in myself more. Yeah. Whether that was things I like to do for fun on the side. Mm-hmm. But I was so scared of doing things by myself. I just had this, like, irrational True. fear that I was, yeah. like... N- n- I didn't want people to be like, oh, she doesn't have friends. Yeah. And that's why she's doing this by herself. But, like, I wish yeah. I took the time to really just invest in myself mm-hmm. when I was younger. And be okay with being alone, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Like, I only started getting comfortable going to a store by myself in my 20s. Yeah. Like, I had to go with Meg. I had to go with someone. Yeah. And there was no way I was going to go to the mall alone. Now I love... I and not love that I, it. Not that we can go to the mall. Yeah. But, like, when we could go to the Even mall... Even grocery shopping, I prefer to do alone. Yeah. Yeah. Half the time, I'm just like, I'm just going to go walk around this store by myself. I think I started to, like, be okay with being by myself probably when I was, like, 19 or 20. See, I'm still learning. Yeah. <laughs> still sometimes. I'm still not good at it. Yeah. You'll um, get there. Yeah, but for sure. When back then, like, I can't even think of a moment that I was even, like, fully alone. Yeah. Ever. 
if I wasn't at Meg's house, I was sitting with my family in the living room. If yeah. I wasn't with Meg, I was with Gabby or I was with Katie Actually, or I was you know with my what? boyfriend. Let me, let me, let me go back. When we put it that way, I've been so good at being alone. Mm. Like I would say it was sooner probably. Like I would say when I moved out of my parents the first time when mm-hmm. I was 17, mm-hmm. before that even, I had wow. spent a lot of time by myself. And it was one thing that like my dad always said to me is like, you can't spend so much time by yourself. Oh, so probably from like 16 on. But like 1920 is when I was like comfortable to yeah. be like, okay, I can go shopping by myself or I can do this by myself. But like yeah. I spent a lot of time alone. Mm-hmm. So maybe that explains why you are so independent yeah. and I'm so codependent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I still struggle to be alone. Like I can't even really sit in a room in my own thoughts for too long. Like I really can't. I have to have like Netflix on or I have to like I, I'll try to put my phone down. And it'll last all of 30 seconds. Yeah. And then I pick up my phone up and like looking at the same TikToks I've looked at for the last fucking forever. Yeah. Because yeah. you're not just alone with you. You're alone with your thoughts. Yeah. That's a scary place. Thoughts are <laughs> scary. And that's what my dad used to say. He would say anybody who spends too much time by themselves mm-hmm. with their thoughts is never a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's and like when they say when staying out past 3 a.m. is n- nothing good happens yeah. after 3 a.m. Nothing good happens when you're, too, yeah, when, <laughs> yeah. you're, when you're alone by yourself for too long. So. And that is very true. And I saw that a lot in my last relationship, like w- when he was off work for a little bit and mm-hmm. he was sitting at home. I saw it firsthand. Like when mm-hmm. you, especially when you suffer with mental illnesses and a lot of whatever in your past, and if you sit in your own thoughts for too long, you're going to go crazy. Absolutely. So I would... I would not to my younger self, but I would say to other younger people that have maybe been dealing with a lot of hard things, um, go to therapy. Mm-hmm. If you can ask your parents or read, mm-hmm. like really Some sit down and like, books. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. And like, and like research how you're feeling so you can make sense of how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Talk to a doctor. Like you have mm-hmm. free healthcare here in Canada. Yep. Talk to a doctor. After 16, you can talk by yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's good. Like, these are widely known things now, right? Like, yeah. these are widely oh God, accepted back then. things now. But when I was 16, nobody was like, do you want me to sign you up for uh, therapy? Yeah. They were just like, Raylene. Get it together. Get it. Pull yep. your socks up. Yeah. Like, right. You'll be okay. You're just having a sad day. Yeah. And I think that's sad. But yeah. I hope that this next generation is better with the whole mental health portion. I think there's already... I think they already are mm-hmm. more self-aware, more self-aware. Yeah. Or actually, I would. I don't know if it's the the other generation. I think it's our generation pushing it. Who's pushing it? Yeah. To yeah. be okay with your to, feelings, yeah. to be okay with your thoughts, and talk about them, and because yeah, when I was sixteen, that was not allowed. Like me talking about how I was feeling in mental health and like depression and stuff. People pushed away. Mm-hmm. People didn't want to talk about mm-hmm. it. And I know the people in high school, if they listen, they probably would recognize that because I was kind of vocal about yeah. how I was feeling, but I never knew or was diagnosed. You could fully. like never recognize that yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. But I know now, and I, I bet you my parents have a hard time swallowing that pill. Mm-hmm. I They still have, to this day, haven't really talked to me about yeah. how, what my diagnosis is. I don't know why, but people really like shy away from it. Yeah, I don't get it. Because it's just like other health things. Even, right. It's, yeah. That's a whole other. Yeah. That's, that's a whole, whole other episode. Yeah. Uh, but it's true. I don't know why people shy away from it. And so I would say to anybody, younger or not younger, if you know someone mm-hmm. and they're going through that, just let them talk to you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to understand what it is. You don't have to understand what they're going through. You don't have to even say a word. Don't offer solutions, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> But let them talk about it Mm -hmm. because 
when you feel that way and you try to express that to somebody and they shut it down, you further feel that way. Especially at 16 years old yep. or 17 or when you're a teenager yep. and you feel that loneliness mm-hmm. inside of you and like sadness, you you get scared oh, because yeah. you're like, why do I feel this way? I'm a, yep. you know, I'm 16 years old. So I think to my younger self and to younger people that may be listening or parents that are mm-hmm. now parenting yes. kids, um, maybe be more in tune mm-hmm. with their emotions mm-hmm. instead of just writing them off as loners or, <laughs> you know. And to that, I would say as my younger self or younger kids now, talk to your parents. Yeah. You don't have to shut them out. That's so true. I didn't talk like, to my parents about a lot of things. Right. And I... I never used to really talk to my parents about a lot of things. Um, but my dad would always say, you can have a day to yourself to digest it. And then we're going to talk about it. Hmm. And I hated it. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to talk to you about it. And then as I got older, I would start to come to him <laughs> to more things. And and it was only when I started getting older that I realized, you know, like he's got a point or whatever. Yeah. But I think sometimes parents are so concerned about being their kid's friend that they forget that they're their kid's parent. Yeah. And I think that's where my dad did really well with saying mm-hmm. like, you can feel how you want to feel. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you don't you can't feel that way or you don't deserve mm-hmm. to feel that way, but feel how you want to feel mm-hmm. for a day. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to talk about it. That's a good way to go about it. Yeah, That's a good way. So talk to your parents, let them, <laughs> let them know what's also, going on. Parents need to be okay with their kid, like their kids emotions. Yeah. And I think right now in these generations that we have, it's going to be hard for a bit. Oh yeah. I think until like we're parents and like the next generation is That's parents. That's scary, man. I think that it'll be a more accepting environment and understanding of mental health. Right. Like I said, there's a push. There's a push. Yeah. 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 And that, like I've said before, I, I think that I will, sounds ridiculous, but I think I'll put my kids into therapy mm-hmm. very young, not because they have problems, but so they can be comfortable with their emotions and know how that they're how they're feeling and know how to solve those problems before they get so bad that they need therapy yes. to fix the problems that they and have. And they're projecting onto other people right. and making other people think that they're the problem when my child has a problem. Mm-hmm. Certain things in society and in life are deemed a certain way. They mm-hmm. have a certain connotation. Therapy, bad. Yeah. Why? Why? Therapy's fantastic. And like, <laughs> even, even when it comes to relationships and people say like, oh, people are, oh, you're oh. going to couples therapy. A lot of people go to couples therapy to not get to the point where yeah. they can't yeah. stand each other or, you know, mm-hmm. they need therapy to fix it. Mm-hmm. Be proactive. Yeah. I would say in my future <laughs> for another relationship that I would, I would involve therapy in it. Yeah. Maybe not right away. Cause I'm mm-hmm. sure that would scare people yeah. away. But I think in this time where I'm alone, my own therapy has been very helpful and I'm continuing to like educate myself and read books right so i think to my younger self maybe just educate yourself but at the time we didn't know these things right Mm -hmm. like the mental health that i just dealt with with my ex fiance would have never crossed my mind at 16 years old that i would have had to deal with never Mm -hmm. that was not a part of my life so how could i have ever prepared for that I don't think you can. Even if you go to therapy when you're 16, I don't think you can ever prepare for that. But maybe if I had been more in tune with my emotions, I wouldn't be so... um, How am I trying to say this? Like, I'm a magnet to Mm -hmm. people that are like that. Mm -hmm. Right. So had you taken the time to invest in yourself and be more aware with yourself? And had better boundaries. Right. Yes. Then that would have probably been easier. Yeah. 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 Build boundaries when you're young. Okay. Top five. Build boundaries when you're young. 
Yes. Don't send nudes. <laughs> Talk to your parents. Mm-hmm. Love don't your damn self. And don't take yourself so seriously. And don't take yourself so seriously. Well, those are, are those. Oh, I would agree. Yeah, okay. And I think the last one there, like making boundaries for yourself. Yeah. I just came to me now, but like, that's important. Like if I yeah. had boundaries as a teenager, even with my boyfriend, number one, like I really didn't have the boundaries. I was just like, oh, you're pissing me off. I'm going to be mad about it and not talk to you for two days. <laughs> I think so many things are linked though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. you're not self-aware, you don't even know you need a boundary. Because you don't know you need a boundary, mm-hmm. you let things go so far. Because you let things go so far, mm-hmm. it's created this spiral or mm-hmm. hamster wheel. Now you get to this point and you're like, I fucking hate you. And now you're wilding out because you're like, I got a revenge. And you know, like it, you yeah. don't know what you don't know. I think also when you're in... When you're a teenager, you you kind of see love as this like fantasy. bubbly fantasy thing, and you're not really taught that. Um, how do I say this? Like, I feel like I was taught that in a relationship you do anything for that person, which is true. Mm-hmm. But what I think I gathered from that piece of information was you sacrifice yourself for the right. other person. And that's and there's a difference. True. Yeah. And that's how I took it, mm-hmm. I think. And I think mm-hmm. some people do take it that way. Absolutely. Like, you just you, do whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do whatever. No. Um, it's true. It's it's presented to you and it's shown to you and, it, and it's taught to you. Like, back to the very beginning of this episode, we said, your whole life, people teach you that that is end game. Yeah. Is to be a wife. Yeah. So why, if that's what we're being taught... Why would we pause to say, this has happened. If I do this, I won't end up with this person. Mm. I don't reach end game. Mm. Like really, mm-hmm. if you if you just strip it down and look at the bear, yeah. like the bear of it. Yeah. If you were to say, okay, my goal, my purpose, my sole purpose mm-hmm. in life is to be a wife. Mm-hmm. I will do everything that I can to make sure that I get there because if I work. don't, I fail. Yeah. That's kind of how it felt. Right. And I think also we grew up watching, I mean, at least I did, I grew up watching a lot of romantic comedies. So I always had this image of like, this is how it happens. Yeah. Like, you know, or The Notebook, like all those sappy fucking movies Ugh. that we all grew up watching. Yeah. Ugh. The Notebook, I can't. I can't stand, <laughs> I think we've talked about this before, like I can't, I can't stand yeah. Nicholas Sparks movies. And I do like Nicholas Sparks movies, mm-hmm. but The Notebook mm-hmm. just... It just gets me. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I I don't. It's hard. My younger self was just... You know what? I liked her. My younger self. I didn't know you when you were younger. I liked her. She struggled. Yeah. But I'm a firm believer. I I think things could have been easier. Mm. I think I could have done things a lot easier. Mm. Um, But I don't know. I wouldn't be... It's true. Good or bad, I wouldn't be who I am now, you know? Yeah. I think looking back and watching those videos that me and Meg have been watching, I just so badly wish I didn't take life so seriously. And I still do it. Like, my dad always says, like, I still take life very seriously. I think I take life more seriously now than I did when I was younger. I think I took it more seriously when I was younger than I do now. Yeah. (laughs) Yang, yang. I was almost, like, too mature for my age. Like, or I thought I was too mature for my age. Yeah. Not that we really have a younger audience, (laughs) And I think it's good to reflect yeah. back on your old self. What would, I guess what we can ask is, what would you tell your younger self? What did we miss? <laughs> yeah. Or like, mm. what is, what's something that someone told you when you were young 
Mm-hmm. Like a good piece of advice. Yeah. Maybe at the time you shook off. And you're yeah. Like, oh, and you're like, damn, I should have listened to that. Yeah. I shook off all the advice. Oh my God. Every piece. Everything. Everything. Because when you're 16, every you just don't thing. think adults. You're like, yeah, whatever. The only advice I listened to is my dad said, don't pierce your tongue. And I didn't. And I'm really <laughs> glad I didn't. Could you picture me with a tongue piercing like this? <laughs> no. Oh my God. I don't. Um, this is a side note, side story. I don't know if I've ever told the story on the podcast, but... The first time I dyed my hair. So my mom was more than okay with me dyeing my hair. My mom had done like hair as a job before. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember if my mom dyed my hair. If my best friend Meg dyed my hair the first time. But we just like box dyed it like a darker brown. And I came home and I was so excited. I had like this new hair and I loved it. And I walked up to my dad and I said like, what do you think? And he said, I like the hair color I gave you. <laughs> well damn and it broke my heart oh. i was so sad i actually am pretty sh- sorry dad i don't mean to make you feel bad <laughs> but i'm pretty sure i did go upstairs and cry because i was like I, we've talked about before my dad is like my yeah. everything and i was so sad that i had ups- i felt like i had upset him like let him down yeah and i was like <laughs> oh my god i want to dye my hair back <laughs> i don't want to like i made a mistake like i was so upset oh like sad. my younger self just being like yeah. But I did it because I was you like, took it so serious. Yeah, I took it so seriously. <laughs> like, I was just, yeah. Side note. Dang. <laughs> but I was I'm allowed so to dye my hair. Oh, my God. I dyed my hair a million different colors. And I was allowed to wear mascara <laughs> or makeup. <laughs> I just got really re-triggered. <laughs> oh, my God. So, there. Well, I didn't have eyebrows. <laughs> That's just her one. <laughs> Don't over-tweeze your eyebrows. Um, uh, no, no, God just didn't give me eyebrows. <laughs> and then when, Whoa. when, when I was having the opportunity to do my eyebrows, I tweezed them too thin. That's what I'm saying. Don't over tweeze your eyebrows. <laughs> I've never, this natural, <laughs> this not natural, <laughs> completely. I'll never on. forget Hallie sending me drunk, <laughs> me, drunk Snapchats like this, like as if she thought I fucking cared about what her eyebrows look like. Like my girl, it is 1am. I just super glued my fingers together. We just made a damn fool of ourselves. And you're worried about if I can see your eyebrows or not. Like, okay. Cause you couldn't, cause they're not existent. She's like, oh yeah, I'm just laying in my bed right now. What are, how did you do that? Just these eyes like this. <laughs> I did. Okay. And like, I don't even know to this day if I ever slept without my eyebrows filled in with my ex-fiance, with any man, like man. I think I like always lived together. Yeah, man. I sleep with my eyebrows on to this day. I just remove them before I do them again. <laughs> I need to get microblading done. That's the moral of the story. Ooh, you should. Yeah. You should. Yeah. <laughs> That's an episode we can do. All the things we want that are plastic surgery. <laughs> Botox. Yeah. Breast lift. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gotta wait a few years for those. Yeah. After I have kids, I'm gonna have... A, whoever I marry needs to know that they're paying for my boob job after I have kids. It's already in my marriage agreement. <laughs> in my contract that you sign. <laughs> my lease agreement for my husband. It's in there. <laughs> <laughs> boob augmentation at the end. Butt lift. <laughs> Botox. Lip injections. Ooh. I wanted my top lip. Same. My top lip. I think the bottom one's probably When okay. I smile, it just like... Disappears. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Okay. I just want like a little bit thicker. Um. So after we talk about self-love, next episode... Yeah. Next episode, all the things you would change about your body with plastic surgery and botulism. <laughs> See you there. Okay. All right. What's the... Well, 
If you enjoyed listening to our podcast, please leave us a review. Uh, we love hearing your feedback. Screenshot, whatever. Let us know when you're listening. Mm-hmm. Put it in your story on Instagram and tag it's us. It's really feel good for us. Yes. Our hearts feel good. Mm-hmm. We feel like we're doing something good. Mm-hmm. Tag us. Yeah. We want to know. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out. Bye. <laughs>